it's time to discuss what's happening on the diamond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Bobby Barbier. We take you now to Wise Guys Daggers. Good afternoon and welcome inside the beautiful facility here at Wise Guys Daiquiri in Hammond. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode of Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Bobby Barbier as baseball season is here. We're going to start Friday night right here in Hammond as Southeastern is going to take on Charlton State to open up the 2024 season. I know there's a lot of excitement around the program right now, a lot of uh, you know anticipation, what this team's going to look like. A new head baseball coach here, Coach Barbier, new staff, uh, new style. We're going to see a lot of different things uh, here differently at our ballpark, and we're looking forward to watching this team this season as they try to get back to the top of the Southland Conference. At this time, we're going to welcome to the show the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Bobby Barbier. Bobby, thanks for being here with us, joining us on this uh, Monday afternoon, as I know a lot of people are excited to get this baseball season kicked off. Well, thanks for having me, buddy. It's uh, What's your show, man? Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a neat place. It's, uh, they got a great spot here at Wise Guys, so it's, it's fun to be here. All right, well, let's let's back up a little bit. Let's. I know a lot of people want to know. Uh, I know at your at your baseball auction, I loved your uh, the way when you got up there and talked about you know how are we going to be. You know, everybody wants to know how are we going to be. But let's talk about. Uh, let's back up before that. Before we get to the baseball diamond here a little bit, I know that uh, you coming here to Hammond. I know you were really excited about that for this opportunity to come down here uh, and take over a program that's had some success. And I know that you're trying to take that thing to the next level. Uh, so I guess talk about just a little bit. Uh, of your intrigue in this job and, and, you know, what it's been like here in this transition moving down here to Hammond? Well, I said before, it's uh, the ex whatever my expectations were, this has, it's been exceeded. I mean, it's been, the, the place is great. The, the spot that we live, you know, and that I can raise my daughter and the people have been just so welcoming. Our administrative and Jay and um, team has, has been just fantastic and, and giving us the tools we need to hopefully put a good product on the field. So it, um, you know, I got my mom and dad and brother-in-law here. You know, I mean, it's like having that being closer to home is has been been great. And my daughter has some some different opportunities here that she may not have had up there. So there's a, there's a bunch of reasons that'll go into it. But it's uh, I just know that we're we're very we're very happy with it and excited about this this season here coming up here Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Southeastern is going to open their season on Friday night against Tarleton State. Six o'clock kick, uh, six o'clock first pitch, not kick, first pitch uh, right there at Alumni Field. Excited about that. As again, the Bobby Barbier era will begin right here in Hammond. We're going to do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. We're going to be right here at Wise Guys Daiquiri. Come by and stop by and see us. Uh, they're right here at 14372 West University Avenue here in Hammond. You can come by and see us. We're going to be doing this again every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Talk about your staff a little bit. I know you were really excited. Uh, I know when I had an opportunity to, to talk to you whenever you first got hired here uh, to, to take this job, that you were excited about the staff you are going to be able to put together. Uh, and I know you're, you're really excited about this group. I am. Um, you know, our, our recruiting coordinator is, is Taylor Dugas. Taylor played for me um, or for us at Alabama when I was one of the coaches there. And he um, he's, he's an all-time hitch leader at yep. the University of Alabama. Got, got a cup of coffee in the big leagues, the Yankees. And just, uh, I mean, he's as good a coach I've been around. I mean, but, but a Louisiana guy as well. Louisiana guy, yeah. that's right. Went Turling's Catholic. So he, um, but as good as it's been around. He's, he, he, I got lucky he got cut and <laughs> he came as a volunteer at Northwestern and then got quickly promoted. And, um, and then he, he ended up leaving and he got out of baseball for a little bit. Um, but just so happy. It was one of the, I mean, I don't, not everybody knows, but one of the decisions that of me coming down here was that he would come with me, you know, and, and our, our conversations and, uh, he's been fantastic. We've got Evan Bush. Evan was from Jacksonville State. We got lucky there too, and that he worked for a Hall of Fame coach that decided to retire. And 
probably a little tired of the NIL stuff and transfer portal. They kept losing guys to the transfer portal, which which happens nowadays. But um, he was he was kind of looking for a spot. So we got he's he was great. Also an Alabama guy. No, you know, just happenstance. Um, got to know him a little bit while I was there after he finished playing. But all American, really good player. And then Spencer Goodwin was my recruiting coordinator at um, at Northwestern State, and he uh, he came along with me. I think our our three full time guys that rounds the full times they were all recruiting coordinators, which is that's the name of the game. I mean, you got to get good players. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Good, good players make make really good coaches. So and then uh, kind of our support staff, we got Sam Taylor. Sam was our director of uh, player development. He's he's um, he's been really good in that role. Another guy that played for me at Northwestern got out of um, kind of the real world and came back in the sports. And Ethan Francis. Is our GA? He pitched for me last year at Northwestern. He helps me with the pitching here, and he does a fantastic job. So very, I, I couldn't. I I would. I've said it before. I would take this staff anywhere. I mean, I, I think this staff is fantastic, and and we are very lucky to have them um, here at Hammond. I think a lot of people, you know, are, are interested to know what the, what's your style. You know, what's a Bobby Barbier baseball team look like? I mean, obviously we've been able to to kind of watch you from afar as uh, you were uh, at Northwestern State, as no, you know, we were going against you there for so many years. Uh, but I think a lot of people want to know that, you know, because, uh, you know, this this place has had a different style than maybe than, than maybe you're used to uh, with the with the previous staff here. So I guess talk about that. You know, how do you mix some of these guys? Uh, you know that uh, Damon Sunday does such a tremendous job. He's the SID for baseball. He's in charge of all the broadcasting. He's he's uh, running the board for us here today. He broke down, you know, the roster for me with newcomers, returners. I mean, it's almost a mix of almost even how many newcomers and how many returners we have. Uh, you know, I kind of made the analogy to a couple of my friends. It was almost like, you know, going from running the option to the spread in football. You know, it's going to be a little bit different. So I guess talk about your style a little bit, what kind of baseball, what kind of brand you're going to bring here to Hammond. Yeah, well, I think like co coaching style, um, I, for me, it, 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 you can't be consistent if you're not authentic. And and authentic for me is, is, um, is, is I tell everybody that comes to my, sit down on my couch for recruiting, um, that we bring in recruits, that we're going to treat them like I treat my daughter. And I need to be knocked over the head. I'm knocking them over the head. We need to be loved on. We love on them. You know, obviously not. You know, not for real. But they, um, they, and I, I want them to feel that way. You know, I want the kids to feel that way. I want them. I don't want to. I want. I want to pull them in. I don't want to. I think today's day and age, pushing them, pushing them is is different than pulling them in. When you pull somebody in, they really want to do well for the team, and they want to. They want to do the right thing. So we're only with them 20 hours a week. I mean, how many? How much time do they? You know, are they away from us? And then, as far as X's and O's and baseball. So we, we like to stand up and hit. Like we we want to we want to put pressure on a team with 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 homers and doubles and the the like and, and the, previously they've done that with run the running game, and it's just a different style. I mean I want I want a pitcher to be scared to throw it in there because it might leave the yard, not that the guy's going to steal a base. You know, uh, so offensively it'll be a different style. Now we'll still run when it's necessary and we'll still um, we'll still do some of those things, but that's that's kind of how we want to play. And the, the the boys have really taken to it. I mean we've. We brought in some guys. I mean, you mentioned all the all the newcomers, kind of some more physical guys um, that that play our style. But there's a bunch of returning guys that'll be in there too that um, that could play multiple styles, you know. And, and I think that's that's a credit to them, you know, and, and them adjusting. And, and they've they've been so willing. I mean, the, the the guys that were here, the new guys, they've all been so willing to 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 our staff and open to us. And it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. That's Coach Bobby Barbier. We're just getting started. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball. We're here live at Wise Guys Daiquiri's. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back. We're going to jump into this roster a little bit. We'll get Coach to talk about some of these newcomers, some of these key returners. Again, we got a lot to cover as baseball starts Friday night right here in Hammond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Daiquiri's right here on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
Price Guys Daiquiris is a proud location sponsor of the Bobby Barbier Radio Show. Show. Now located at 14372 West University Avenue, Wise Guys Daiquiris offers a variety of daiquiris and beer, along with pizza and appetizers. Owned and operated by a Lion Baseball alum, you can also find Wise Guys Daiquiris serving up a selection at SOU home games at Pat Keneally Diamond at Alumni Field. Wise Guys Daiquiris, proud supporter of the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for providing the facilities to me, my health and nutritional needs, in order for me to be the best student athlete I can be. For making game day experiences go from ordinary to extraordinary. For allowing me to meet these people and build lifelong friendships while competing at the level I love. You're giving me the resources to pursue my degree and the ability to excel in the classroom. That helped me live my best life and achieve my goals. Thank you. Thank you, Lion Nation, for your support. You, you help, help make a difference in the daily lives of more than 300 student-athletes wearing Southeastern green and gold. We, we couldn't do it without you. Your, your favorite, favorite coaches club is available through the Lion Athletics Association by phone at area code 985-549-5091. Also available online at www.lionup.com. For everything about Southeastern Athletics, including schedules, live game coverage, and stats, visit lionsports.net. All right, welcome back. Again, rolling right along. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Bobby Barbier. We're here live at Wise Guys Zachary's, uh, 14372 West University Avenue, right here in Hammond. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our debut episode here of the 2024 season as uh, Lion Baseball will open up their season Friday night, 6 o'clock first pitch against Tarleton State right here in Hammond. We're glad to see you out at the ballpark as uh, we're, we're kind of – just getting started here. You know, we're letting Coach Bobby R, Bobby, Coach Bobby <laughs> Barbier, man, I tell you, I, I've been doing this a long time, but you're my first coach that's been here that has a real Cajun name, and I'm, and I'm really glad to be doing that. Uh, so I, I'll give you, a, so we, we went to, um, so when I went to play summer ball, I played in Minnesota, so I was in college. I'd like to hear those pronunciations. Yeah, so that was one thing, but it was the same time the movie The Waterboy came out. <laughs> so Bobby Boucher is now coming from New Orleans to, to Minnesota. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was an interesting time, and I got a lot of, uh, a lot of Bobby Boucher comments uh, back then. I, I would imagine. I would imagine so. But, Coach, you know, we're sitting here talking about it. We're kind of visiting off the air a little bit, and we were discussing a little bit about how, you know, this roster, and, you know, you have a bunch of newcomers, you have a bunch of returners, and in the new world of college athletics, the transfer portal, NIL, just all the different things that are going on, Every year's roster looks a little bit different. And now in, in your situation, you're coming in year one to a new place. You have an opportunity to bring some guys. I know you brought some guys that was with your team a year ago that are now here in Hammond playing for you. Uh, so in that respect, I would imagine that's a, that's a good thing, that you, you, know, you, can, you can build your roster a lot faster, uh, especially when you go to a new place. But I guess kind of break this down for us. So, you know, I know it's a lot of players um, they, they do have the rule back this year, what I think you could, you can dress 40. Is that the rule now? 40 so on the roster, yeah. Yeah, 40 on the roster. And uh, But there's a, there's a good mix of guys you brought in from junior college, some guys that came in from D1 transfers, and then obviously some guys that were core pieces here for the last couple of years. Yeah, no, we think so. I mean, as far as the transfer portal stuff, it, it, it's here. Absolutely. So, I mean, you can't, can't complain about it. So you got to find a way to, to, to have it add value to your program, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to decrease value a little bit some too, you know. So it's – um. It's just part one of those things that are our, our, I have to look at the rules every spring because not only do our, 
our trend, I mean, they change weekly, it seems like. You know, now I guess you can transfer as many times as you want. And that, that'll change once it gets to the courts, too, I'm sure, um, a couple more times. So it's um, – Yeah, start as a one-time transfer, and then that, that's, that's out the window. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so now now you can do whatever you want whenever you want. So it's uh, it has made it a little more difficult for us in baseball. It's really tough because we don't find out these guys are leaving until June. You know, so now we start school in August. We can't bring anybody in December to, to play on that spring's team unless they graduate from college, which is just a very right. limited amount. So it's um it's it's made it it's made it pretty difficult um, in roster management sometimes. And uh, it's but again, it's the rules we play by now, so we got to do it. You know, we got to use it. Well, I mean, talk about you know going through the fall and going through this early part of the spring, and you know what the competition has looked like. Obviously, you had some guys that that were returners, but you brought competition to, to push all those guys. So, so talk about that, and I guess how you put this thing together as opening day roster and guys that are going to be your core. Yeah, so I mean, when you I think the when the new coach comes in, you you know you like to say every year at the first meeting you got a clean slate, and we're we're judging everybody based on what's going to happen these next six weeks in the fall. But we really did, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I knew some of the players haven't played against them, and, you know, some guys have track records and things like that. But it was really a clean slate of guys just competing, you know. I mean, that, that's what the fall was about. It was, I mean, I don't care if you're playing football or beach volleyball yeah. or chess or whatever. It's, it's competing against each other. Um, and that, 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 was, that was nice to see. It was nice to see them welcome us, obviously, but it was nice seeing them, them competing hard against each other, knowing because we've, we've, if you've been part of sports a long time, you've been part of teams where – you know, if you're one of those ones down on the roster, you don't have that much of a chance. You know, but, but we have truly had 40, we had 44 guys come in August. We truly had those 44 competing against each other. Um, I think it's, uh, I think it made them better, you know. Um, I think that it's, it's made it hard on us, you know, to come up with a roster. I mean, I, I, I would imagine, I told them the other day that somebody out in today's roster Friday is going to help us late in the year yeah. to try to win a championship. Somebody that doesn't make the East Carolina trip might help us late in the year to, to win a change, just because we don't have that big of a sample size yet. Um, but I, I think it's, I think if, it, if my job's easy making that lineup out on opening day, then, then we're not doing it right, you know, so it's going to be difficult. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're, you're ready to give us a peek behind the curtain, so to speak, a little bit, but I mean, do you have an idea, you know, what, what you're going to, what you're going to run out there opening night Friday or what? Yeah, we have an idea um, that Brennan Stupert will be our, will be our Friday night starter. He is, he is really, um, he has really reinvented himself just as far as stuff goes on the mound. Yeah. You know, I mean, he has been fantastic. I think across our roster, you see a lot of guys that have had a good year here and there, you know. Yeah. And I think he's one of those. Stoops one of those. I think Kinsler's one of those. Um, I think uh, I think Shea Thomas is one of those. You know, guys that have had a good year. And, and our, it's our job to get that, that year out of them and get the best out of them. Um, and if we all do that one time, we're gonna be pretty good, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's it's um, you know I, I think we probably don't I don't know all the positions to be honest with you yet. But it's uh, we probably have a group of about 14 or 15 position players that are gonna compete all year. We have and one thing one good thing we have is we have a bunch of left-handed hitters. So we'll be able to play yeah. some matchups, especially early, to give guys the best chance to be successful. Well, I mean, well, let's do that a little bit. I mean, can we walk around the diamond here, maybe talk sure. about some names that, uh, you know, uh, that, that we're going to see competing for those positions? Uh, I mean, I guess start on the infield and, and kind of go from left to right, you know, third base around the, around the horn. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Shea's been – Thomas has been here a while. Um, he's he's going to give us he, – he's going to be – he's going to run out there opening night at, um, at third base. He's, he's, uh, he's older. He's mature. Yeah. Uh, he's bought in. It's be year three for him here. Yeah, he's, he's – 
I'm, I'm big on guys that are enjoyable to be around every day. You know, he's fun to be around every single day. You know, I mean, he comes to the yard with, a, with an energy, with an enthusiasm to play, which, which has been fantastic. You know, I think, um, you know, we have Mac Turner over there. We have Jeremy Rader who can play over there a little bit. Those guys can also factor into that middle. You know, I mean, we've got TJ back from last year. TJ was hurt most of the fall, been playing really good, uh, really well here um, in the early spring. Um, you got him and Jake and Raider and Rosevere, who was back last year, that all kind of factor into that middle infield yeah. equation. You know, I mean, it'd be, it's nice to have, you know, Jake coming. You know, Jake, Jake's our only returning all-conference player. Um, so him coming uh, with us from Northwestern, he gives us, he gives us versatility. I mean, he can go play second. He can play short. He can go play third. So if you get somebody, I mean, he can do all three, which is I mean, pretty good. Line, pretty good in the lineup too. Switch Absolutely. Hitter. So he gives you what you, which good lineup uh, guy, you know, when it comes to that. And and we over at first we got a few different options. Uh, we got a, a transfer from Texas Tech who's been in there quite a bit. And um, Brome, Ryan Brome, and he's um, he's he's been really good. He's a solid player. I mean, just a left-handed hitter that gives really good at bats every time. Um, you know, we've got some other guys that that'll factor in. You know, Ethan Butler is, is a guy that's been here a long time, um, that's been over there some. We got a guy named Connor O'Neill who will factor in the catching situation. That'll yeah. also be um, that'll play some first base um, along with Balen Swords and Mike Curry, kind of all all involved in those catching a catching spot. So I know I'm just giving you every player on the roster. I, know, but I apologize I'm for that, but. I know I'm gonna get a text from my mom, and my daddy here soon that I didn't mention their son, so I'm just gonna make sure I get all of them. No, but that, I mean that's what we gotta look at, you know. I mean, again, uh, you know, you talked about you talked about Jake, you know, coming over from with you from Northwestern. He's a you know preseason All Conference player. Obviously, had a great year for you a year ago. You know, I, I guess I'll ask you this, you know, from your perspective, how difficult is it? And not just talking about Jake, but other guys that maybe that that's you've been with that you're comfortable with, you know, that's been with you the last couple of years or so. Uh, you know, how hard is that when you come to a new place to say, hey, that's just not, I'm just not going to roll those guys out there every time because, you know, I know them and they're, not, they're comfortable with me. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's um, baseball. I mean, there's a reason that, that it's played 162 times in a big league, right. right? It's a game that's played over a, a big sample size, and we just don't get that. Um, so when you have guys that have five. You a third of that. Right. When you have guys that have five or 600 at-bats under their belt, well, that you know you kinda, what you have. You kind of get what you have a little bit, but you know what? Those guys got a right to get better or get worse too, you know. And because that's why we practice every day, right? So it's um, it's one of those deals where um, you got to you got to trust, you got to trust a few things. One is is you got to trust that their effort's going to be there every day, and they're doing what they're supposed to do in the work. And a guy like Jake, I know that, you know. And and these guys that are here, we're we're learning that. Uh, we tell them all the time that we, you know, uh, trust is like a, it's built in drops and lost in buckets. So we want right. we want um, we want guys that we can we can trust that are going to run out there and do that, and that's built up over time, you know that that trust. And they're they're not all going to be perfect. They're going to be they're going to we're going to have good days and bad days. But um, just knowing that when when they're going to go out, they're going to play free and easy. They're going to compete really hard, um, and they're going to do everything that that we try. We we give them a lot of freedom in the, in the play. And we do that because we think it, it allows them to be themselves, which is going to get the best version of them out of them. So it's, um, yeah, but a guy like Jake, man, he's, he's been, I mean, if you, if you know Jake and when you get to know Jake, I mean, Jake's as calm and as chill yeah. of a guy. He's like he's from California. You know, he's from Colorado, but he played ball in Arizona. And he's, that's West Coast. That's, that's right. It's close enough. Yeah. But he, he, comes to, he comes to work every single day ready to, ready to play. And I think the guys here have really taken to him.
All right, let's talk about the outfield a little bit. Give, give us some names out there that we can um, that we can look for that's going to compete certainly to help us win this year. Sure. I mean, we've got um, you know Gray Rollette is going to be you know one of our outfielders left field. He played first base for me at Northwestern, and he. Um, it's an interesting transition. He's actually too good of an athlete at first. I, I screwed that up bad. So he's, um, I mean, he's six five and can really run and, and, and is a really good athlete. Um, and it, this is where we're gonna we're gonna actually have a lot of guys that that'll kind of factor in um, because we, we're gonna play some left right matchups, especially early in the year, and kind of give those guys a good chance. Uh, Brome at first can move out to right to left field. Also, you got guys like like Dane Watts and Garcia and those guys who have been who have been here that have done really well. A couple of them banged up. Yeah. You know, Christian's banged up a little bit. I think Justin Williams, a transfer, that he's a pitch on the mound also. He's up to 94, 95, but can, it's a, it's got to be one of the best athletes in the in the league. Um, he'll play some center, but he had a handmade injury, so he'll be a few weeks behind. Um, guy named Parker Coley, who's been fantastic. He's a, he's from LSU Eunice. He has been really good. He'll probably get the, get the nod in right field. Um, and then we got some other guys too that I'm, I'm probably Jude Hall. He's a he's a junior college transfer, Canadian. So my GA who's from Canada, he always pulls for him when we make our lineups. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we've got some. We've got I'll some, you, uh, Southeastern has a you know this is going back in, in the '90s, but had some ex, uh, some really good success with some Canadian players here in the past. It's a lot warmer down here than it is in Canada this time of year, so they they know where to come play. Absolutely. As again, this is Coach Bobrier as we're breaking down the lineup and kind of breaking down some of this roster a little bit. Uh, talk about behind the plate. I know you mentioned it a little bit, but I know obviously uh, you being the uh, you know pitching guy. Uh, I know you say that. Uh, I find that a little ironic that you you know you're talking about style. You know, wanting to hit the ball at the ballpark, hitting the ball in the gap. But but you're a pitching guy, and uh, so obviously the guy who's going to be back there behind the plate uh, managing this pitching staff. That's certainly important as well. Yeah, I mean, we got we got four guys that I think could all contribute in some that's, way. That's a good place to have depth. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got we got. I mean, uh, Balen Torrenson came with me um, from Northwestern. He was one of the three that that came over. Um, just super talented, and and the same thing with Connor O'Neill. Both of the ones left-handed, one's right-handed. They're really talented. Um, Jake Killingsworth, you know, Jake is is more of a a DH probably, um, but he gives us an extra body back there. He can play some first base too. I mean, if we ran running out tomorrow, he's probably one of the, the top candidates to DH for us, along with Peyton Woods, who I didn't mention yeah. the infield, who's been fantastic um, this this early spring. Um, and then Mike Curry. Mike, Mike's a really good receiver, blocks the ball really well, you know, kind of a, a steady guy back there who was on the team last year. So I, I think we've got some really good options um, behind the plate for sure. Rolling right along. We're going to take a break. When we come back here on Inside Southeastern Baseball, I'll get Coach to talk about this pitch staff a little bit. Uh, he gave you a little peek behind the curtain, but we'll talk about some other guys that we can expect to run out there uh, here this year for 2024. Let's take a break. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier right here live at Wise Guys Dacqueries on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Menino's Pharmacy is a full-service retail pharmacy with specialties in compounding, IV therapy, hospice, and nursing home services. Menino's is a joint commission accredited pharmacy that offers personalized specialty medications and compounds, as well as medication synchronization and a variety of packaging options. Menino's Pharmacy accepts private insurance, Medicaid, and Medicare, and is located at 113 West Charles Street, Hammond, Louisiana, area code 70401. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is, to help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. 
This, this is, is their sworn duty, duty to protect, to serve, to help. They put themselves in harm's way for us. They come to the rescue at times when we need them most. First responders are making enormous personal sacrifices to keep showing up for us and fighting the good fight. Nearly 70% of all firefighters are volunteers. That means when they get injured, quarantined, they may not have a way to pay their rent or keep their families safe and fed. No matter who you are or where you live, when you call 911 and ask for help, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today. All right, welcome back. We're live here at Wise Guys Daiquiri's, 14372 West University Avenue here in Hammond, a brand-new facility. I want to thank them for being our host this year for Inside Southeastern Baseball as baseball is going to get kicked off Friday night right here in Hammond as the Lions are going to open up their 2024 campaign against Tarleton State. As the uh, first year of Coach Bobby Barbier here, his era begins in Hammond uh, this Friday night, and we're have, excited to have him on our program here. We're going to be doing this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock uh, during the season. You can always catch us right here on 90.9 The Lion, also online. Thank you so much again for wherever you may be as you are joining us. Uh, we were, when we went to break, we were kind of walking around the diamond talking about some position players, and I want to get into the pitching staff a little bit. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, if you're going to win, you got to be good on the mound, and I know you know that, and that's, a, that's really one of your main focuses. I know you handle most of the pitching staff uh, here, and I guess talk about that, you know, some newcomers coming in, but also we had a, you know, a good core of returners as well. Um, maybe some roles for some guys, I mean, starting roles, long relief, you know, some closure situation. Do you like to use a closure? I mean, again, some style things here and, and, and what you, what's your preferences here? Yeah, so are. pitching's been my baby for a little while. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed that side of it. When I went, when I left University of Alabama and went back to Northwestern as an assistant coach, it was the, that, that's what I went and do. Um, and fell in love with it. And part of the reason I fell in love with it is I had a big leaguer on Friday night. So it was really easy to yeah. <laughs> it was really easy to be pitching coach with him pitching. Uh, Adam Mahler, who's he's in big league camp with the Guardians right now. But um yeah, I I just kinda take a like to it. And what, what I think as the head coach doing the pitching is it really allows me to hire the three best assistants that I can. You know, and not have the pigeonhole one of those guys yeah. um, with that. Uh, I've got like I mentioned Ethan Francis, he helps me out tremendously uh, with that. He pitched for us last year. And he's an analytical nerd, you know. He's yeah. the guy that that does all the the analytic stuff, and and he has been he has been really really a help because I obviously have more responsibilities than just a, a pitching yeah, coach. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, but I mean, we want to want to be aggressive. We want to be aggressive. We want to use it. I mean, every time when I when I talk to a pitcher, my last words before he hits the mound is be aggressive today. So I want them to be aggressive with their stuff, but I want them to be aggressive and using using the white of the plate, you know, and and staying ahead and counts and. Um, I think we'll do that. I mean, I think we've, we've shown over the course of however many months, six months together, seven months together, that that we've thrown a bunch of strikes. Um, we've The stuff, I mean, it's, it's, it's getting better. Um, I think so we're going to have to beat you with strikes. And that, that wins a lot of college base. If you give me one or the other, I'm taking yeah. strikes all day long, you know. Um, so it was, it, was, it was, when we got here, it was just, let's see, you know, it's like open up presents, right? Let's, let's get on the mound and see and put the machine up and see what you got, you know, kind of deal. And and then how can we help? You know, what, what what can we do to to give you an outlier pitch to 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 show yeah. you know to what can we you know we we change some things but it, we we um it's more watching and then learning them and then seeing just because you know what to do with the guy 
and how to make him better. It doesn't mean he can feel how to do it. So fi figuring that out before we start doing that, and, and they've been really receptive in, in some of the changes that we've made. And we've, we've had a really good fall and early spring. I mean, we played two fall games. We pitched it really well, and um, I would say if we played 35 innings in those two games, 34 of them would pitch really well, you know, and that's, that's credit to those guys. Now, who knows when the lights come on yeah. and, and it, we're playing bullets fly for real, you know, what it's going to be, but I, I trust they're going to be pretty good. And I think anybody that, that's, you know, followed our program here, uh, the last couple of years, you know, I think pitching consistency has been uh, a, certainly a, an area that, that needed to improve. And, uh, you know, we had some some guys that would, uh, you know, look good at times, but then, you know, maybe blow up in an inning. And uh, I know that's got to be one of your focuses, make sure you get, you know, consistency out of these guys. Or you get a consistent effort. And I know watching from watching your teams at Northwestern, uh, that was really one of your staples and kind of the thing you knew that every time you – you face the demons is, you know, y'all were going to throw a consistent starter out there that was going to give them, give you a good performance and get you deep in the game. And, and that's what you're trying to bring here. Yeah, I mean, but to get to do consistent thing, to get consistency, you got to do consistent things. And I think that's everybody wants consistency. But how are we going to how are we going to achieve that? You know, and I think that's important for Ethan and I. Every time we go in the bullpen, that we're consistent. We're the same guy and we they know what to expect from us that our strength coach and Kyle and, and that he's who does a fantastic job that that he's ready he he understands our plan and and knows how to keep them on his plan as it pertains to ours um that that they know what to expect every day at practice they know what, what it's going to be like before they go in the game that we have them prepared I mean I think that's that's the way you get consistency now there's going to be outliers and and things that happen we're going to have bad outings you know we we had one the other day in the, in the scrimmage, and it was like the world ended, you know, and because we, we had been pretty consistent. And, you know, so when we talked after, it was like, hey, this is, understand this is going to happen. You know, Greg Maddox had bad outings, you know, and that's those things happen, and we just we have to be prepared and, and intentional about how we confront them when, when they do happen. From, so spending now a fall and, and heading into a spring here, I mean, I know we haven't played a game yet, but, uh, you know, you're – your thoughts on, on what you have? Do, do you like the pieces you have going into this season as a as an opportunity to, you know to win games with this group? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think, and that's we talked about it yesterday. Is that we? I if we're the same team in two or three months than we are now, we we're we're not yeah. doing it right, you know. And so the potential to get better, I I think they showed a, they came a long way from August to now, and I think we'll come a long way from now until we get into the season. And I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about their their willingness to work to get better and to now, now the things, the, the real life things come about now, you know, and, and, and it packs the season so much, um, but it's hard to practice, right? Is, is how are you going to do when you have success early? How are you going to do if you don't have success early? I mean, one of the most, the most um, telling times in my career is I was pitching coach the, the first weekend, my first debut as pitching coach where I was at Northwestern. We were play Troy and we got beat around. And I mean, it, it, it really kind of, it, our, we could have gone one way or the other, and may, but it made us really lock it in and work. And by the end of the season, we led the league in the RA, you know, and I don't know if it would have been the same if we would have had a lot of success that first weekend. Right. So how do, we, how do we respond to when we do have success? How do we respond when we, have, when, we, when we have struggles and do we go hide in the corner or we, you know, we stick our chest out and, and get ready to, to react? Well, tell me how you, how you made that transition. I mean, you were a position player. I mean, you played first base, correct, uh, at, at Northwestern, correct? Catcher in first base. I yeah. played catcher until my arm got jacked up, and then I went to play first. So, I mean, what was, how, at what point in the coaching career? I know you, you said that when you came back to Northwestern as a pitching coach, but, like, how did you make that transition? Well, okay, I, I'll give you the honest version. That's what, you asked. <laughs> that's what I want. Um, so, 
I, I, I wanted to get back in Louisiana and get back. I was a volunteer coach at Alabama, get back to a full-time position. Um, a guy named Chris Curry was at Northwestern, who's now the head coach at um, Little Rock. He, he offered me a, a position over there as a hitting guy. Um, and then actually his position at Northwestern opened back up. And obviously I had, you know, played there and, and was there for a while. So I called Lane Burroughs, who's out at Louisiana Tech, and, um, you know, He's like, yeah, I'll hire you tomorrow. He said, but you know it's a pitching job. And I said, oh, yeah, I got that, Coach. We can do pitching <laughs> for sure. And, um, and that's really how it started. But, I mean, it, what, it, what it made me do was catching, obviously. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it helps. Um, but it made me get back in it. And, and that's probably something that a lot of us coaches don't do a great job of is that we don't, we don't keep learning, you know. And I think that's – it made me keep learning. I went and sit down with Jim Wells. I went and sit down with Butch Thompson. All these guys that have done really well at pitching – uh, in the pitching world and just found out different methods of doing it and then came up with my own method, you know, and uh, uh, doing that. And, again, having, you know, having that big leaguer on Friday night that for helps, your huh? first gig is pretty good. <laughs> you know, I was very, very fortunate. And we had a really good closer that year, too, um, and Brandon Smith. And, and it, you know, having those two things really helped. Well, I was going to ask, you know, that's, you know, are, do, you, do you plan on using the closer? I mean, do you, are, is that your style as well? I mean, because I know, you know, some places don't believe in that. They kind of just roll different guys out there. But, uh, you know, and then some say, hey, no, this, when I get to the ninth, this guy's coming in. You know? So that year was the, was the only year so far that we had a closer established going into the season. And it was really funny because he was terrible all fall and early spring. And Lane kept telling me, oh, he's a closer. I was like, well, Lane, he's, he's not any good. I mean, he keeps <laughs> giving up doubles and homers. And he said, no, he's the closer. I'm telling you, I've seen it. He's the closer. I said, okay, I trust you. And that first weekend, he blew two saves. Um, and he ended up being all-conference and had 11 saves. So it taught me to trust my head coach. Yeah. That's one thing it taught me. Um, but and, and it's just when, when you're a head coach, I guess, and you trust somebody in that role, that makes a big difference. But I, I'm not – like, I don't have a closer right now. I'm right. Not, I have probably three or four guys that, that I trust that with the game on the line that, that are one-inning type guys. i got plenty more guys that I trust. But, you know, when yeah. you're talking about closer situations um, – I, I, all the good teams that I've been a part of, that role has been established. Just because you don't – got to have some ice on your veins to be a yeah. closer. I mean, you're coming in when, it, when it's on the line every time. And you got to like it. Some guys don't like it. You yeah, know? I know and it's a different animal. Those yeah, last three gotta, are hard to get. Yeah, it, it's um, – because those guys are – the umpire's gotten tighter. Those guys are, are, are as locked in as when it's time to win the game. So, I, um, if one of them establishes himself as that, we, we've got quite a few guys that are – Better versus right-handers versus left-handers, yeah. you know, like that. Those kind of guys. So they're going to have all have opportunity early, because those situations will present themselves. But if one of them is that, we have quite a few that can establish themselves as dominant um, in the back end. So if one of them does that, then he'll get the he'll get the first crack at it. There you have it. Again, lines are going to open up uh, Friday night against Charleston State right here. And hey, let's talk about that. Let's kind of jump into that for a moment. Uh, that's one thing. Certainly, when you take over a new place, is that. Sometimes you inherit the schedule, you know, and you, hey, this is who I'm going to play. But I know you had to do some work. You had, there was some open weekends, and I know that this staff and yourself had to, you know, find some games and, and get this schedule filled out. So I guess talk about that a little bit and, uh, you know, how you put that thing together. Yeah, it, it, it's scheduling is difficult. Um, it's trying to, trying to get the, um, you know, the quality opponents come here, which we've got a great place and people want to come. But when it's that late in the summer for this year, it get, makes it yeah. a little, it gets a little hairy, um, you know, Getting, making sure if you go on, on the road, you're getting guarantees and, you know, they're paying for hotels and, and all those things. So it was, uh, it, was, it was good that we were able to, to put together a co-op. I mean, I think our schedule is really good. You know, I think it's um, going, 
you know, opened up with Tarleton. We got lucky that they had the same – they got a brand-new head coach. He's actually a friend of mine. Um, and they had the same opening weekend when he got there. So we got we got we were able to do that. We're going to go back and, and play them in a couple of years at their place. Um, they're in Texas. Uh, for those that, that aren't familiar with who's coming in here this weekend, there we actually played them in football this year here. Yep. Uh, we're going to go over there next year. So Southeastern and Tarleton kind of playing a lot here. And, yeah, uh, that's right. Well, they're in the WAC, you know, yeah. a very com- you know similar conference, you know. And it's that's the thing. It's trying to find the guys that are in you know comparable conferences, you know, to to make it a good matchup can be difficult. Yeah, I'm sure, but I mean, you just look, kind of look at through here. You know, you're gonna go to UAB. Not a, not a bad trip there. Certainly a good program. Uh, I know uh, we had an opportunity to go this a few years ago, the Leclerc tournament at East Carolina. I know you're excited about going there this year. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. You know, that's um, you get to play some blue bloods there. Yeah, we play some pretty good ones there, and it's uh, it's again that that'll be three different styles of baseball too, um, that we're playing, which is what what you want. You know, you want to be complete. You know, you want to be able to play against a team that runs a lot and a team that. Um, you know, power arms, and, and you'll, we'll see all that that weekend. We got a, you know, again, a home and home with Lafayette. Obviously, that's always important when you get those in-state games as well. Uh, we go to Southern Miss. That Southern Miss comes here, so some 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 premier home games as well. And that's one thing I know you're excited about. We've had a chance to talk off the air is you know the support here for baseball, and you know our our, uh, our attendance for games and how it, it's continued to grow over the years. And and Coach Ortiz has done such a good job as continuing to uh, improve our facility. And, you know, the, the game day atmosphere, we believe, is as good as anywhere in the country. You know, and you'll have an opportunity to be to be a part of that now here in Hammond. I know, um, you know, down that right field line, you know, we talk about wise guys, daiquiris and all that, you know, down that right field line, is it's kind of like it's the place to be. It's, uh, you know, yeah. sometimes that ticket's harder than getting the Super Bowl, you know, down there for a big game. And uh, I know you're excited to be a part of that, but uh, we got some premier home games here again. You know, you look at it, uh, LSU comes back to town this year. You got you got uh, L- uh, Tulane here. Southern Miss is here. So again, some really good games right here in Hammond. Yeah, well, I think I mean I think first of all, Louisiana baseball is really good. You Absolutely. Know? So it allows especially Coast and Southern Miss and South Al and those guys, and they're willing to come. You know, which is which is a testament to us and our 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 organization. You know, as a whole, that that it, you know when you when you get those teams to come, they got to have a good experience. Not, not saying they got to win. You know, but when they get in and we being on the other side, you guys do us. We do a great yeah. job of that, you know, now. Uh, and it's I mean, it was by far the best game day atmosphere in our league. And I mean, I would say the best game day atmosphere in most leagues. You know, they, they do a really good job. And Coach Ortiz, like you said, they, they've done a they've done a great job of building something that that we're. We're very proud to be a part of. Now. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm uh, just selfishly. I'm so glad we're opening at home and having yeah. have an open weekend. You know, there's nothing like when the season starts and you're playing right here at home in, in the in the new ballpark. And the weather is improving. Absolutely. <laughs> Three yeah. days ago, it didn't look good. But no, we're, we're, it's, it's improving as we get closer. Absolutely. As again, Southeastern will open up Friday night against Tarleton State right here in Hammond. Let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we're going to have a lot more for you. We're going to be with you until 1 o'clock right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Bobby Barbier right here presented by Wise Guys Dacqueries on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Broadcasts on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network are made possible in part by Mealy Printing. Mealy Printing has served the North Shore, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge metro areas for over 32 years with an emphasis on meeting customer expectations and firm deadlines. Mealy Printing offers both digital and offset printing solutions and specializes in various types of marketing, statement, and variable data campaigns. Online at MealyPrinting.com, Mealy Printing proudly supports Southeast Athletics and wishes the team the best of luck this season. The answer is yes. So what's the question? Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend 
the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. All right, welcome back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Bobby Barbier right here live at Wise Guys Daiquiri's in Hammond. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us. It's the debut of Inside Southeastern Baseball here for 2024 as we're getting you ready for first pitch Friday night, 6 o'clock against Tarleton State as the Bobby Barbier error begins right here in Hammond on Friday night. Really excited about being back out at the ballpark. Again, watch that weather. It's supposed to be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the good juju on a little It'll bit. It'll change three times. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like it always does. Uh, I know that you're excited about the opportunity. That uh, one thing that you know got brought up a year ago, and then the construction's almost done, and I'm trying to get into the new locker room. I know that's something that's really excited uh, to be able to take over that. And uh, I had an opportunity to walk through there. Uh, you know, last week and saw all the graphics and all the, you know, the lockers and everything up. I know you're really excited to get your team in there for uh, for opening night. Yeah, should be there this week, you know, and I mean, Wednesday kind of is the day that we've been told that we can start getting stuff in and I think we're moving some furniture tomorrow. So it's exciting. I mean, and the boys, the boys are fired up. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to walk out of the, the door and the field's right there. I think, and I, I think uh, what you don't realize is the, the access, accessibility of the field is, is important to them working. So yeah, when they get in between classes right now, and they come and you know it's ten o'clock, but they got class again at eleven thirty. You got to walk a long way, right? Too. I mean, walking all the way to the cage and back becomes a problem, you know, yeah. and, and getting enough work in. But when it when you can just stop right there and, and sit in the locker room and then you know go get you thirty minutes, it's it's easy, you know. So I think that's uh, you know, all the all the aesthetics and the nice it's gonna be really nice, but I think it's gonna improve you know the amount of time that we get guys in. Have y'all let them peek in there at all? Or? They're not supposed to, but I'd imagine that one or two have made their way. They've, they've snuck <laughs> they in made there. their way that way. They've snuck in there a little bit again. So hopefully uh, Wednesday is the day for that. Then be just in time for uh, uh, for Friday night as, again, Southeastern is going to open up here at home. One thing I wanted to ask you, you know, I wanted you to talk about that event that you had, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago and uh, with the baseball auction. Uh, I know that was something that, that you wanted to bring here. Uh, that had always been like a first pitch banquet, but this was a little different. Uh, yeah. I guess talk about that and, you know, the success that you had with it and uh, and how you felt like that event went for maybe our listeners and fans that, that, that weren't aware but maybe want to be involved next year. I mean, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, just to, to have the first one be that big yeah. for us. and um, It was first class for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. I mean, I thought our staff, you know, I mean, it's it's our staff. It's the administrative staff. It's a lot of it's a lot of work that goes into it, you know. It doesn't just happen overnight and getting the items, the auction items and um, – it, it, it was it was really good. It was really good to meet a lot of people too. Yeah, I think for that's sure. that's the um, underrated benefit. That was a great that. turnout. Yeah, it's the, just the, for for us and our new staff to get to meet people in town that'll be at the game. I mean, I've heard so many times I have season tickets in this seat, you know, and this I have seen, and that's good, you know, to, to get to know those folks. And that's how we want our team to be. We want our team to be accessible, you know, and and that to 
give these people that are going to show up every day to, and pay money to, to come to watch us play, to, to give them a good show and, and let them know we care about them. And, you know, we, we really appreciate it. So it was a good night for us. We made some money, you know, to, to do some things to that facility to make it even more first class. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a yearly thing. It's only going to grow from there. Yeah, I really liked how you, you know, you got your staff up there as well, and they got to introduce themselves. And it was, it was a really nice night. So, look, you know, if, if you didn't have an opportunity to come next year, make sure you put that on your calendar. Uh, I mean, if you didn't have a chance to come this year, make sure you put it on your calendar for next year as uh, that baseball auction was awesome. They had a lot of, you know, silent auction things, and they also did a live auction as well. Uh, Coach Ortiz was the, was the auctioneer, did a tremendous job. Uh, I already talked to uh, those guys over there and, and Hammond, see if we can get him a job at the car auction and see if he can uh, go fill in. That's right. And see, see if they can do that as well. But, um, again, it was, a, it was a great night. And one thing I, that, that came up that night that I, I was really glad to see that you continued here was everyone that, that knows about, uh, you know, Caleb Manuel and, and Mamu and what he meant to our program here at Hammond and meant to our community. And you kept that tradition alive, and I wanted to give you kudos for that. Uh, and I guess talk about that, and then and obviously who, who got that award or got that, that opportunity to wear that number. Yeah, it, it, uh, Christian Garcia is the one who, who was voted on um, by his teammates, which ironically is the, is the one player that played uh, from that move, is wow. old enough. Yeah, crazy. Uh, which is really neat. He, um, it, it was brought to my attention probably three or four weeks ago, uh, maybe I guess a little sooner than that, um, about uh, I knew Caleb. I recruited Caleb, so I, I knew Caleb's story, but about the number 18 and kind of what they've done here in the past. And, and you get to a new place, and you don't, you know, you're not trying to just change everything, you know, and I think so. some things that, I mean, we want our fingerprints on it. We want the yeah. things done the way we want it to be done, but I think you, you want to embrace some of the traditions they've had in the past, and um, and I, I know that I've heard from other guys that have been here that were so appreciative um, that we were able to do that, and um, Kel's mom made it, which was really yeah. neat, and I think she had a blast, and um, and then his, his wife made it also, and I think she had a blast too, and it was, it was, it was a good night to to um, you know, to represent, to to talk about a good guy, you know, a good man that that had so much impact on the school. I always wondered that, you know, whenever you have a new opportunity like this and you come down, because obviously, you, like you said, you want to put your fingerprint on it. You want, you know, you want it to look like your team, you know, and, and it is. Uh, but you, you can't forget about what's happened here, you know. And this, there's been success here, and uh, you know, and to kind of blend those things together and keep traditions alive. I mean, uh, I cert there's got to be certainly a, a balance in those situations, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you, you know, I'm. Bring in a coaching staff that we have our own ideas and our own ways to do things and, and things that have worked before um, at other places and and but it, like you said it, there's there's certain things that there'll be things done on game day that I'm, I'm that I loved here you know that was done here and I'm glad they're going to keep doing it you know and 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 that tradition's one of those things we want to keep going. Awesome. Again, Southeastern's going to open up Friday night against Charleston State uh, right here in Hammond as uh, the Bobby Barbier era is going to begin. Uh, right here at in Hammond on Friday night. Look, looking forward to that. It's a 6 o'clock Friday first pitch, 2 o'clock on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday. All games will be on the radio, 90.9 The Lion, the voice of the Lions, Damon Sunday. Uh, for those that are uh, maybe not, this is your first year as a Southeastern fan because you're a Coach Barbier fan. He's the best in the business. I'd say he does as good a job as anybody in college baseball as far as putting these games on the air. You're going to really enjoy uh, listening to Damon uh, bring you all the action. Let's go ahead and squeeze our final break. When we come back, we'll get the scout report. We're going to actually give you a scout report on this weekend as uh, Lions are going to try to start out the season uh, with a bang against Tarleton State right here in Hammond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Bobby Barbier presented by Wise Guys Zachary's on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
Nice Guys Daiquiris is a proud location sponsor of the Bobby Barbie Radio Show. Now located at 14372 West University Avenue, Wise Guys Daiquiris offers a variety of daiquiris and beer, along with pizza and appetizers. Owned and operated by a Lion baseball alum, you can also find Wise Guys Daiquiris serving up a selection at SLU home games, Pat Keneally Dining at Alumni Field. Wise Guys Daiquiris, proud supporter of Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for providing the facilities and needs for making gaining experience and go from ordinary to extraordinary. For allowing me to meet new people and build a lifelong friendship while competing at this level. For giving me the resources to pursue my degree and the ability to excel in the classroom. For helping me live my best as I compete and achieve my goals. Thank you. Thank you, Lion Nation, for your support. You, you help make a difference in the daily lives of more than 300 student-athletes wearing Southeastern green and gold. We, we couldn't do it without you. Your favorite coaches club is available through the Lion Athletics Association by phone at area code 985-549-5091. Also available online at www.lionup.com. For everything about Southeastern Athletics, including schedules, live game coverage, and stats, visit lionsports.net. All right, welcome back. We're going to be with you till 1 o'clock, about 10 minutes left to go here on our program. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Daiquiri. And we're live here at Wise Guys Daiquiri's 14372 West University Avenue, right here in Hammond, a brand-new facility. I want to thank these guys for being our, our host all year long. Uh, Southeastern is going to open their season. Again, 6 o'clock first pitch on Friday against Tarleton State. It'll be 2 o'clock on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, all the games will be broadcast on the radio. Uh, also on ESPN Plus as well. All of our home games here at Southeastern are televised as well on ESPN Plus. Broadcast begins on the radio 15 minutes before first pitch. Make sure you can join us. Uh, a couple of promos for this weekend. Obviously, Friday's opening night. That You don't need a promo for opening night. Just everybody be out there. Right. Uh, Saturday is baseball bingo, something that's very a, a big hit here in Hammond. Also, Sunday is military appreciation. Active military present ID at the gate for free admission. Uh, some notes going into the season. Uh, Rhett Rosevere, coach mentioned him earlier, he has 76 career hit-by-pitches. Uh, he's tied with Josh Cryer for the SLU career record, so one more and he will break that record. Uh, the NCAA record is 109 uh, by Brett Lilly of Notre Dame. That's from 05 to 2008. And something, one thing we didn't mention earlier that when we were talking about uh, the, the friendly confines of the ballpark, Pat Keneally Diamond Alumni Field, is that some exciting news is that the conference tournament is back in Hammond this year. I know that's something that's really exciting for our, not only for our baseball program, but for our entire community. Uh, we had this event here a few years ago. It was fantastic. Uh, that's going to be May 22nd to the, to the 25th. Uh, the top seven teams in the conference will qualify. Uh, with six and seven, we'll play a play-in game, and then we'll go to a 16 bracket. But, Coach, I know you're going to be fired up about having that right here at home uh, in Hammond. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're juiced about it. It's, um, I mean, in any sporting event, home, home field is important. And when you get home field in your in the championship event of your sport, it's it's pretty special. So appreciate all the administration for for making. Yeah, sure last couple of years has been over there uh, at McNeese. Uh, glad to have it here, uh, you know, back in Hammond. Well, coach, let's talk about Charleston State a little bit. I know that, um, you know, did you, did you say it's a new staff? Is that what you said a few minutes ago uh, yeah. over there? So I mean, what what do you know about these guys? I mean, what can Southeastern fans expect 
uh, coming in here for uh, Tarleton this weekend. Well, one thing in the area of the era of the transfer portal is that it's hard to do a scouting report. Exactly, <laughs> on exactly. A, on a team that's got a bunch of new guys, They're probably, he's probably saying the exact same thing no about your team about right it. now. Yeah, we should have made an agreement. Just don't even worry about the scouting report, folks. Yeah. weekend. But no, we we've got so much information um, at our fingertips these days with video and all these stat deals. That so we'll have we'll have a ton on them. But a lot of new guys. I mean, a bunch of new guys, a bunch of transfers they brought in. Um, you know, I would think, you know, our starting lineup's probably going to have six or seven different guys. I think they're going to have at least six or seven different guys. Um, it's um, it's it's a it's a team that um, that has had success in the past. You know, they they've lost a few contributors from last year. I mean, they had a really good arm that ended up transferring out from last year. And, Got a couple steady guys that they've got back. They got a, they got a really good left-handed hitter that's kind of their guy. Kind of makes them go and keeping him off bases will be key for the weekend. Um, but it's a they'll be a good team. I mean they'll be a good team. They're in a good spot. They got a really nice yeah, facility. Yeah, they're in Texas. I mean they yeah they got a really nice facility. They get they can get good players. Like, I know Fuller's a great job. I mean he's going to do a really good job. You know, you know the head coach? Yeah, he's been he's been um, so he was at Sam Houston. He was at Texas Arlington for a while. Went to Sam Houston. Was part of those good teams over there. So. He'll do a really good job. He's really connected in Texas and gets a lot of good players. You know, I, I think this situation with you coming here to Hammond is it, unique because it's a it's a interconference move. You know, yeah. so you know this conference. You know, when we get to that point later in the year, I know that uh, the the preseason and all that came out uh, a couple of days ago or whatever. Um, but you know, I guess maybe talk about the league a little bit. What's what's your thought process of this league? I mean, going into the season, obviously we haven't seen anybody play yet, and you said there's right. a lot of new players. But maybe you're you're, uh, you're just you're just Opening day assessment of what this league will look like this year. Yeah, we've always had a great baseball league. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, think it's very underrated. It is. It is. It's very underrated. And I, I think nowadays, again, with the transfer stuff, is that it, teams can can get good and bad quickly. Yeah, you know, and true. I think that's yeah. a good and bad thing, right? I mean, but I think you can you can have a team that maybe was at the bottom of the league all of a sudden jump up and, and you know compete and fill those top three spots, you know, because they're able to change the roster around so fast. Um, and again, it's having the right guys play well too. Yeah. And, um, you know, Nichols won it last year. I think they're picked to win it this year. And they kind of did that last year. You know, they yeah. they kind of made the big jump. From That's the right. Year. And and they, you know, the 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 guy that made them go was the the, the big arm that that did so good. And, and he was the very under recruited player at a high school that nobody really saw coming. You know, yeah. and that's. Our our sport tends to have more of that happening than basketball or or yeah, exactly. you know or, or or football. So it's um no, but our league will be will be good. It'll be competitive. Every weekend you go into, you can you can lose all three, you can win all three. You know, I mean that's that's that's. Well, we don't want to lose all three. Now. We don't we don't want to do that. <laughs> that's that's the way it's been. You know, since I played in it. So we're yeah, it'll be a good league for sure. How, how important is it to start fast? You know, in in the season, especially with a new group. I don't. I mean, I love to win every game. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I. But I, I don't. Um, I, I don't. I'm trying to give you like the coach speak. But I, I don't. I don't. It. It really matters for Friday, you know. And if we lose Friday, we got to get up and play against Saturday, you know. I mean, and that that has to be behind us. So we can't be as a group dependent on starting fast because what if we don't? You know, we got 50 right. more games to play. You know, so um, we're we try to really do a good job as a staff and uh, relay our guys to. to we got to take this thing one at a time, and 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 that's how momentum's built. You know, that's how you go on those runs and those streaks. Is when you look up and you go, man, we won five in a row, and we're playing good baseball. And that's because even when you play good baseball, you don't necessarily win every game. Not every time. I think that old Skip Burtman thing. You can you can play well and win. You can play good and win. You can play well and lose. And you can you know you can play bad and lose. Whatever his little saying used to be. And I think uh, I think that's especially true in our in our sport. Well, coach, we got just a couple of minutes left uh, here on our first program before we. 
say goodbye. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people that listen to this. And uh, I know that I, I got asked multiple times, you know, are we doing the, are you doing the show with Coach Barber? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it again. And uh, so I guess my, my give you a couple of minutes here just to kind of talk to the fan base here a little bit and, uh, you know, and just say, you know, what they can expect on Friday night and, and, and in your era here at South I know, I know there's a lot of people behind you. And there's a lot of people that are excited about uh, getting this thing kicked off on Friday. Yeah, well, thank you. The, I mean, I would just, I would just say that we're we're working really hard to put a product that that everybody here, every fan that of Southeastern, every every person in Hammond can be proud of. And I think that you'll see that on Friday. I, I think you'll see a bunch of guys that are that are gritty that come to work that that that'll, that'll come to play hard every single day. We won't be perfect, I promise, um, but we'll. We'll have a group that you'll be proud to watch and, and proud to cheer for and, and just can't wait to meet everybody and see everybody at the park. Absolutely. Uh, that's Coach Bobby Barbier again. Uh, getting fired up for Friday night. They're going to take on Charleston State. Charleston last last year was 26 and 26, 10 and 18 in the WAC. But, again, a total team. You know, everybody's going to look different uh, as we're starting here. All the games this weekend are televised on ESPN+. Plus. They're also broadcast on 90.9, the Lion with the voice of Southeastern Baseball, uh, Damon Sunday. He'll begin at 545 on Friday, 145 on Saturday, and 1245 on Sunday. And I know you mentioned it earlier, uh, Coach, but Brennan Stupert's going to get the start Friday night. He'll get the ball first to start out this season. He will run out there Friday night. We, I look forward to seeing him pitch. Yeah, absolutely. This is a guy who was, uh, you know, tremendous his freshman year, and then he had the injury. And then last year just kind of felt like he just never was quite back to where he was. But I know you're excited about getting him back out there. A, a local product out of New Orleans. That's right. He deserves uh, it. He deserves it. He deser deserves it, and he's ready. Absolutely. So, again, Southeastern and Charleston State on Friday night. I want to thank Wise Guys Dacqueries for being our host. We're going to be here every Monday from 12 to 1. Come by and, and see us. 14372 West University Avenue. I want to thank Damon Sunday, not only for giving me all these notes today, but also uh, for getting us on the air and all he does uh, with the radio station, 90.9, uh, the Lions. Thank you so much, Damon, for all you do for Southeastern Baseball and Southeastern Athletics. I want to thank Athletic Director J.R.T.s for being here with us today as well. He's been sitting here with us uh, here in the building. I know he's excited for baseball to get started. Again, that's it for us. I want to thank everybody for being here today. Uh, for Bobby Barbier, I'm Alan Waddell. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Broadcasts on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network are a product of Lionsport Properties. For more information on how you can support future broadcasts, contact Lionsport Properties at area code 985-549-2570.